What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Facts and Stats. This is now episode 88. I appreciate all the love and support that I get here on YouTube and also Twitter. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. I have two lovely ladies here with me. Um, they're going to be guests on this, being a guest on this episode today. I'm going to allow them to introduce themselves. I'm going to go ahead and kick this off. Um, hello, I'm Aaliyah, a.k.a. Lili. Um, I'm a Bucks fan, and I think recently, it's been like a month, I think, that I heard of Hacks and Stats, and I've been like supporting and listening in on the spaces. Okay. Um, I'm Bethany. Um, I'm a Warriors fan. You can call me Bethany, but does that matter? Um, I've been in Hacks and Stats since last year when F started. So. Okay. Thank y'all. Thank y'all both. Yeah, what they're referring to is Twitter spaces. Uh, I do host Twitter spaces every day at 11 a.m., Monday to Sunday. So um, y'all that may watch this video, you're unaware. Check out Fact and Stats Twitter um, at Fact and Stats underscore. Um, and Twitter spaces are going to pop in every single day. Um, so thank y'all both for listening in, chiming in, and also supporting what I'm doing on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, Lily, you said you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Let's go ahead and dive into how you got into basketball and pretty much how you fell in love with being the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, okay, so originally, actually, crazy story. I think I told you this. I was like a casual at first, and I didn't really get into it. My dad got me into it, of course, and um, we talked about it a lot. But, like, we didn't watch, we hardly watched those games because when I was starting to watch it, we was at, still at the Bradley Center. This was before Giannis even got drafted, was even thought of, and our team was ass and just really bad. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't get into specifically the Bucks. I got into like the main teams, like the Cavaliers and the Warriors series. Like that's when I really started diving in and watching it. And then I was kind of like a bandwagon. People would call it a Warriors, and I like got into Steph and stuff. And then when Giannis got drafted, I started. We started paying attention more to like Bucks basketball, and that's when I really started like him, Jabari, John Henson, all those people. So that's when I started really like getting into like Bucks basketball when we drafted Giannis. But um, outside of that, I was like starting to become like I was like originally a casual, but now I'm like starting to get more into the game and like enjoy all NBA games, not just my team or the people I like. So. Okay, yeah, that's fire. That's that's what it's all about. Bethany, what's up? Talk to me. How you became a Warriors fan? What made you fall in love with basketball in general? Um, I fell in love with basketball. I want to say I was like four or five. So like my cousin. Him and I, like, we watched basketball growing up together down in Charlotte. And, like, we both loved Kobe. Like, he would have Kobe posters. So, Kobe made me fall in love with basketball. I didn't really necessarily start becoming, like, a Warriors fan, basically, until, until Steph, you know. Because, you know, I wasn't rooting for them. I was rooting for Kobe throughout my years. So, I didn't really start understanding basketball until, like, the 08 through the 2010 Laker years. So, I was like, what? 11 12 maybe 13 around that time so teenager but then like Steph made me actually really like get into basketball and the X's and O's and actually understanding your sound went out your sound went out can you hear me now yeah okay so yeah mostly that's when I started to fall in love with Kobe and I fell in love with Steph and you know Warriors so I wasn't a Warriors fan since you know the Baron Davis and, and all them but you know it okay. is what well, it is thank y'all again both for even coming on um, luckily all three of our teams are still in the NBA playoffs so we're going to go ahead and dive right into the NBA playoffs um, I'm a big Miami Heat fan I've been a Miami Heat fan for pretty much all my life uh, probably what 04, 04 I'll say Dwayne Wade um, he came about um, during his rookie season. Um, fell in love with him ever since. Uh, Lily, I, I, I'm going to actually start there. Um, you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan or Miami Heat fan. Miami Heat <laughs> are currently up 3-1 or in Milwaukee Bucks. Now, if I'm going to be honest, I did not expect this. I don't think nobody expected this. So, I'm going to be complete. I did not expect this. Um, we're up 3-1. Jimmy Butler last night put on a performance. Uh, 56 points. Uh, I think he had 9 rebounds, 19-20 from the field. And hit big shot after big shot. Um, had two separate quarters where he scored 20 or more points. Um, especially in that fourth quarter where it was very needed. We came back from down by 10 points in the six-minute mark. Giannis did return. Not a lot of you guys reasoning for why you guys lost. I'm not going to say excuses. Reasoning for why you guys lost the last game. The last game. Um, how you feeling? 3-1. How you feeling about the series overall? Is it over? Do you, can you guys still come back and win to you or what? Um, it's a lot. Um, personally... 
I think we can do it. It's like, will we? So, like, of course, Miami is not, like, to me, it really is just Jimmy Butler and, like, King and on him. So, when I see, like, this team not even, like, have effort because, like, there's a talent advantage automatically with the Milwaukee Bucks. Like, we're way more talented than them on paper. But, like, when you watch the game, Miami is making all the hustle plays, making all the extra passes or the extra shots, the clutch shots. And we're, like, in the clutch, we're choking. Like, Drew Holiday in the clutch has been terrible he looks lost he looks panicked he don't know what he's doing Chris Middleton dribbling off his foot just he doesn't look good and defensively he's been horrible this series in my opinion and I think like when your best two players outside of Giannis who he just did get back last game you can tell that he's still hampered it's no excuse but it just is what it is you can tell that he's like still not even trying to drive because he's back or not trying to do the extra things that he would do because I think it's seriously bothering him so it kind of sucks when your second and third option can't deliver in the clutch or can't act or can't stop somebody. And it's just one person killing us, Jimmy Butler. So it's like frustrating because it's like all you have to do is contain this one man. He's not LeBron. He's not. He's just Jimmy Butler is an amazing player. He's talented, but he is not no LeBron, no Steph, no not on that tier of level where you cannot control him. To win the series, and you're the best team in the league, so it's really frustrating. I believe we can get it done because we won four in a row before when we beat the Suns four times in a row. So I think it's really possible for us to win three in a row, but we have to lock in. And Coach Bud has to make adjustments. Um, that's for one. He has to be willing to like switch everything, not play so much drop coverage, not do like some of the things that he does, and like be able to like man up and like bench Chris if he's not if he's not trying to defend, if he's not making the right calls. So, like, I feel like that's really where I'm at with it. I think we can still pull it out. Um, Y'all have been playing great. Outside of Jimmy Butler, Kayla Martin's been giving great minutes. Kevin Love's not looking unplayable. Duncan Robinson's not looking unplayable. So, like, y'all really deserve credit for that, and Eric Spolstra deserves credit, too. So, And y'all doing all this without Tyler Hero. So it really is no excuse for us not to pull this out. I'll be... Highly embarrassed and highly disappointed <laughs> if we don't find a way to um, win this series. No, I agree. I mean, as far as um, how you should be feeling if you got to do drop this series. I mean, we look, we, look, I'm going to be completely honest on record. We lost to the Atlanta Hawks in the play-in, and I'm like, well, if we lose to the Bulls, we get the 14th pick. Um, we already have an up-and-down roster where guys haven't been consistent. Uh, um, as far as our road guys, I want to call them, um, Gabe Vincent, um, even Kyle Lowry had an up-and-down season. Max Shrews, Duncan Robinson wasn't getting any minutes. Um, Oladipo went to the end of the rotation. He stopped getting minutes toward the last two, three weeks of basketball. Um, Kevin Love, he was came as a starter. Then he looked bad, so we put him to the bench. Caleb Martin, he, I actually like Caleb Martin, so we, I don't really have any complaints for him. We even cut Cody Zell out of the rotation, but he's back into it now um, due to some, some of the injuries that we've experienced. So um, I'm like, man, look, at this point, if you're going to lose to the Hawks in the plane, you might as well chalk the season up. Just lose to the Bulls, too. We won. I said if we make the playoffs, I got to rock on my team regardless. I did. It picked us to win game one. Just to come out and try to set a tone, and I think Jimmy Butler did exactly what I expected. He came out and set a tone. Um, I used to speak on him in a bad way throughout the regular season because I wanted my team to have more wins. Uh, but if he's going to perform like this in the playoffs, I don't got nothing to say about that guy. He's averaging, what, um, <clears throat> 36 points? 36. Yeah, 36 yeah. points, five rebounds, five assists uh, on, I think, 68% true shooting or something like that. So. Uh, listen, all praise to Jimmy Butler. Uh, game five is tomorrow, and hopefully we can close it out. But if not, I'm looking at game six. Um, Bethany, though, 3-1. Uh, okay. I, I know you probably didn't expect this series to be this. Um, what's your thoughts when you actually just – even if you didn't even watch every game of the series, what's your thoughts when you just look at the playoff bracket and see how Miami's up 3-1? Like, what's your initial thoughts? To be honest, I'm very shocked that Miami is up 2-1, but then I'm not three because... one, 3-1, 3-1. I mean, 3-1, then I'm not at the same time because – Bucks don't have didn't have you know their best players so as a team you want to take advantage of that so like in the beginning coming into it it's like yeah of course you're going with the Bucks but when you go you know, when you go down the best player when your best player goes down you want to take advantage of that opportunity it just is what it is and so that you know the Heat has taken advantage of you know Giannis going down and coming back still doing their thing and. Jimmy Butler, like I never spoke ill about Jimmy Butler, so it's not surprising. Like he's done in the finals. Like Jimmy Butler, it. I mean, it's not surprising to me that you know he's a playoff performer. Um, how long though? That's the question. But it's not surprising that 
Okay. That's it's just a yeah, it's not surprising. Let me ask it's you a question real quick. Do you think the Bucks can come come back and win this series? The Bucks can come back and win this series. The Bucks can come back and win this series because they have the best player in Giannis. But I wouldn't be surprised if they don't. So But as of right now, do you think they will win this series? Yes or no? The Bucks? Yeah. As of right now? Yeah. No. Okay. Alright, I had to get something out of you directly. No. Come on now. Um, but let's circle <laughs> let me circle right back to you. Um going into the playoffs, obviously everybody was picking um the Warriors and Kings as their favorite matchup to watch. For obvious reasons, look how the game's been so far. Um I on the other side picked the Cavs and Knicks, but that hasn't really been going the way I expected it to go. Um I expected more of a competitive, you know, series. Um, I did think the Knicks had the better team. But you guys, let's focus on the Warriors and Kings real quick. Uh, we've been watching some of these games on the playback or just watching them in general. Um your series is now two two two. Uh, you lost the first two games on the road, came back at home, did y'all thing in game three, spanked them pretty much, and then game four. Went to the wire. Um, Harrison Martin missed the game winner. First off, let's talk about game four. Um, how was your emotions and reactions to that game, and how you feel about the overall series right now? Um, Game four, I was going into it as kind of like I did when we were down against Boston 2-1. Um, just that, you know, I, you're confident enough that they know the circumstances is if you lose, you're going to go down 3-1. Um, but this time around, you're at home. So, you know, you play very great at home. So you can feed off the crowd. So going into game four, I really expected us to, like, get that win. We won the first game at home. I really expected us to win the second game at home. So I wasn't really nervous or anything like that. Um, this series has been like the best series so far in the first round. For the sure. hype sure. um, has lived up to the standard so far. Um, De'Aaron, Steph, both playing tremendous as the leaders of their team. Um, so, you know, they're giving us a tough run. You know, they're giving us a very tough, tough run. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm going to stick with my dogs. I can't, you know, go. I can't waver nowhere else. I got to stick with my dogs. Do you think the Kings win another game? You said what? Do you think the Kings win another game? Do I think they'll win another game? Yeah. <sighs> a part of me is like they can win game five. But then it's like I really, really am going to say no, they cannot win another game. Because if we play how we've been playing, and even if we play how we've been playing like at home, and just stick with that momentum. And it's kind of like hip, like hypocritical because it's like you guys suck on the road. But it's like if we take what we have from back home, like on the like the home games and like carry it, you know, to Sacramento, I think that we can pull, you know, a game out and go to one. Because those first two games were winnable for us. Yeah. And like I said in facts and stats, I'm like, if we do not turn the ball over, if we rebound the basketball, we win the series, we win games. And those are the things that we did not do in those first two games. But those were the things that we did in the last two games that we played. So if we do that, they can't capitalize off of our turnovers, which they did at home. They fed off of that transition buckets, whatever. They got whatever. Rebounding, whatever. But they didn't get that, you know, on away. At, in in Chase Center, but if we you know can do those things and not turn the ball over, I think that we can still win in 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 Golden One because we haven't been shooting the ball well at all this whole entire series. So, okay, you know. uh, Lily, I, I, you, both of you all are part of the Facts and Stats community. Y'all know how the Facts and Stats community be typing like the being, like the being, like the being. I don't. Are you in that same boat? Are you in that same crowd? No, I actually do support like the Bean, but okay. I think the Warriors are going to win in seven. I have, like, that's been my original pick. I think the Warriors will win in seven because I just trust them more in situations like the Kings. They're still young, like, and they're, this is a first time everything. Like, Mike Brown's been incredible for them as their head coach, and he knows everything about the Warriors organization and how they run stuff, but it's still, like, about execution. I think in the end of the day, the Warriors are – they have the championship DNA. They have they are a th dynasty. So, I believe that they'll be able to execute down the stretch to, like, win it. And you can tell, like, the Kings now, since they tied it up, you can tell there's a little lack of poise in the clutch sometimes or lack of shot making. Like, Harrison Barnes missed that wide open three, and that was just unacceptable. So, I'm going to go with the Warriors in seven. That's my I, pick. I, I, I like the lack of poise and and and, and... – 
the inexperience, I'll say, showing uh, point that you just made. Because that's definitely true. Um, that showed in game four. That fourth quarter they did, some of the shots were very, very, very questionable. Um, that allowed the Warriors to get a little mini lead that they had or make the run that they did in the fourth quarter also when they win that game. Uh, but I do want to give a shout-out to Mike Brown, um, Coach of the Year, unanimously, uh, well-deserved, black king, black brother, I'll say. So shout-out to him for that. I want y'all to, to real quick, I'll oh, circle to my next thing, though. Um, I do think the Warriors win four straight games. Um, when they were down, I think 2-1, I had said, I think they're going to win four straight. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I'm expecting them to win game five and six, and they close it out. Um, and they go ahead and face the Lakers. That's my prediction. Uh, the Lakers are actually up 3-1. We're going to speak on that in a second as well to see how y'all feeling about that potential series. Uh, but I want y'all to get in y'all GM bag real quick uh, before we circle back to playoff basketball or current matchups or future matchups. Um, I got a question. Uh, it's basically what's next for the teams that are currently down 3-1 in their series. So that is the um, Grizzlies, the Hawks, and the Hawks actually just lost to the Celtics tonight. So Grizzlies, Hawks, Clippers. Yeah, Grizzlies, Hawks, Clippers. I thought they won. The Hawks won? Yeah, I thought the Hawks won. No, no, no. That's why everybody's going crazy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He brought whoa, it back whoa, whoa. to Atlanta. Oh, my whoa. God. Hold on. That's what people hold on, are hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Trey, Trey, oh. yeah, I'm respecting you. No, I'm just kidding. Yo, well, I got to get on Twitter see. ASAP. But, okay, wow, the Hawks, I apologize, y'all. I take that all the way back. The Hawks won, but I turned the game off. Oh so I, don't know I wasn't even, I'm not even on my phone. Yeah, I turned yeah, the game I, off. Yeah, so I just checked. People were like, oh my God. So, thank you for that correction. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. The Hawks actually are down 3 2 now. So, I can't wait to see what happened in that game. I got to watch that back. So, we're going to put the Hawks <laughs> to the side. Ice for real. Yeah, we're going to put the Hawks to the side. The Grizzlies, Clippers, Wolves, Nets, and Bucks. Uh, we're going to start with the oh, Grizzlies really teams. quickly. Um, and we can just run through this. If you are the general manager of the uh, Memphis Grizzlies, and both of y'all can answer at the same time after each other, what would be next for y'all team after currently down 3-1, most likely on your way out the playoffs? Um, they need a vet. They they have no veteran experience. Um, Stephen Adams is not playing. I feel like the series will be better if they, you know, their front court was playing, but they're not. And you, it shows on the court now when you don't have any veteran experience on the court. Um, and they need that. So I would go out there and try to get a vet. I would try and move away from Dylan Brooks. Um, he's just not offering you any offense out there alongside Ja, Desmond Bain, and Tyus Jones. Like, there's just no offense like from him i think they would they would really do good with a three a three guy like a number um a small forward mm -hmm. so i would probably go out there and see who you can get out there with for a small forward um when it comes to that team i mean they have some shooters they got tyus jones they got yeah. desmond bang they got those guys they got luke Kennard. um i still would run with jog i would run with jj um, you like Steven Adams, you like Brandon Clark, so they can come back healthy, but they're missing, you know, a three. I think they're missing a small for it to be able to help defend, which they're lacking, um, kind of. Let me ask you a question. I think, it, I believe at the trade deadline, they actually tried to address that. I think they realized that that was an issue, um, to make a deep postseason run, um, which they're not making this year, unfortunately. Uh, they tried to get Mikael and OG on an OB. Um, Mikael, obviously, since he's been traded to Brooklyn, he sort of kind of solidified himself as uh, probably being a key guy on the championship team offensively, not just defensively. He was pretty much known for his defense. Uh, I think he did 26 or 27 in this game that he played in Brooklyn. Which one of those guys would you try to get to pair with? Well, you're probably going to say Mikael. Which one of those guys would you probably get to try to pair with Ja and, and Jaren and Bang? Oh, yeah, Mikael. Mikhail. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that was, I like his game. <laughs> he, he gives you defense and offense. Yeah, but I like um, OG and Obi too. I really yeah. do. This game is good. I yeah. think but yeah, for Memphis, I feel like they would just. Beth is right. They need a veteran, and they also just need to take. Jaron Jackson Jr. got to take that leap and be like more consistent on a daily basis. Yeah, you can't be having fouls. You can't be distant offensively one minute high and low like because Ja I feel like he's taking that step like 
last game people were talking about he can ice out the team and then he comes back and he like makes the adjustments and game plans and like he distributes the ball he's a very good playmaker in my eyes John Morant so I feel like he's making the leaps so I feel like the team has to come along with him and they're still young so I feel like they have time but yeah yeah they have plenty of time yeah yeah I I definitely would think the Grizzlies do have a lot of time um me personally if I had to explain I feel like when you have a young team your young team builds relationships or they get close to one another as they're growing up or coming up together, I'll say. For example, um, Steph, Clay, and Draymond, they all got drafted right next to each other and they all grew together. Um, after David Lee got hurt, Draymond started starting and then they pretty much kept that spot solidified. Um, where I'm going with that is you have two all-stars now in John Jern, shout out to Jern, first-timer. Um, and you have Bane, who's obviously coming along as well. Me personally, I like the idea of those three guys growing together. Like I was speaking, like having that locked in chemistry. But I would trade for a star player. I feel like when you have when when you have a guy like John Morant who's at the level that he's already at in such a short career period, um, you 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 try to you sort you sort of kind of try to match his growth. You sort of kind of try to match the trajectory that he's on. And um, for example, the Mavericks they should they should add up what they did that with Kyrie Irving, but it wasn't enough. Uh, so. Um, hopefully he resigns in Dallas' offseason. I think the Denver Memphis Grizzlies should try to go for a star player, um, pair with John Morant, keep Jaren. If you got to move Bain, uh, by all means move Bain um, and get that star player. And not saying Bain was not going to be a big key guy for any you know a team or whatnot, but that's just what I would do. I don't see Bain as a guy that's going to become a superstar or a star player in his league. He's just going to be a really good guy that can shoot the ball and you know uh, be good for your team offensively. So that's just my thoughts. Um, Lily, I'm going to go ahead and circle to you this time. The Clippers. This is uh, the Clippers. They're down three oh, one. What, what's next? If you're GM, I what's, like the Clippers. What's next? No, I like them too, and I think they. But I don't know what to do with it because Kawhi doesn't he have a degenerative knee or something? Yeah, so his knee is. That what it is? So it's like he's always gonna have these issues, and if he can maintain healthy, like we saw him in these games that he was available. He looked great to me. I really was like, oh, okay, look at you. Like, And then he goes down. So it's like, you really, like, they're going to keep having hope because they see Kawhi look great. And then he goes down and they're saying, let's run it back again. But I guess you would have to get rid of one of them, at least one of them, and pair them with somebody healthy so that you could see how it worked because they're both unavailable. So at this point, they're kind of like, robbing your franchise of anything because they're both unavailable so i would start there because and also russ he's been playing great and picking up the slack for them while they're gone like they're still down 3-1 but like he can only do so much he's aging and like people already debate how good he is anyway but he's able to hold down the fort and step up which i feel like most players when they're like put in that position like former mvps former like top 15 top 10 players can do that and step up so he's really stepped up i feel like they could think about keeping him and maybe move on from i want to say paul george because Kawhi, like you can't move on from him because the upside like the potential if he is healthy for one year like he could bring so much and he could make a deep run like that's how great his play was to me in the few games that i saw him um in the well said what's up bethany how you feeling about the clippers um what's next that's a tricky You're conversation. The general manager. You're the general time. manager. What's next? An hour. <laughs> I'm sitting at my office and I'm just thinking, what is next? Because at this point, like, it's a constant thing with Kawhi. It's a constant thing with PG. Um, and you bring in Russ. And like Lily said, he can only do so much with the role players that's surrounded behind Kawhi and PG and if I'm the GM I would have to give it one more year I would just stick it with both of them like I would just have to give it one last year I don't know their contracts I'm not on the bit I got it they'll be good they'll be good for next year okay so I would just give them one more year um but the conversations is going to be is going to have to start flowing in the off season, as far as to what's going on, what's the health issues, like what's like what's really, really going on. Because you're playing one game and then it's like you're not playing the next or the next. 
and it's just like okay but i will give it one more year i wouldn't do anything maybe make some like maybe make some changes between like um one of the morris brothers he could go try to go out there and get you know some other key pieces to help you surrounded by the bench if next year is the same way as this year then it's okay somebody gotta go we're just gonna have to move on but just stick it out for one more year at this I'm, I'm glad y'all have different um ideas if y'all were the general manager yeah. uh, i, I, I mean I, russ go ahead russ um russ pg Kawhi, all back full fully healthy hopefully for a whole season <laughs> i would just try that again and yeah. if russ stays with the clippers i would just try that back one more year because unfortunately you got you know injuries happen so that's what happened to you in your season and unfortunately didn't go the way it did so just try it back one more year with those three guys all healthy and let's see what happens so yeah I, i'm on the same boat with you on that one um if i were general manager for the los angeles clippers i'll run it back too um not saying they're running it back to anything but i'll bring that same, <laughs> I'll bring that same roster back um, i am getting more out of there and i would like the idea of not having to play and shout out to Batum, amazing career for a role player. Shout out to him for that. But I want a better guy. I want a more athletic guy at that power, power four position. I also can stretch the floor um, and play defense. So um, Morris, he can't get any minutes. He can't get my rotation. He he started for them too long this year, if you ask me personally. Um, and they did make that late change um, throughout the end of the tour, the end of the season. So that was good. Um, they added Bone. They added Plumlee. Uh, Norman Powell, he, he, he's been really good for them. Um, Eric Gordon. I would move up. I'll try to get somebody better than Eric, better than Eric Gordon too. So, but as far as the the main guys, Russ, PG, Kawhi, Norman, you keep that four, and then you try to add to that, like you did at the trade deadline, see if you can get better guys around those guys. So, um, we in the same boat for that one, Bethany, Alili. I like your decision as well. It makes sense um, when you have PG and Kawhi, who haven't been able to make a, a postseason run together. We haven't seen it. The only time we've seen, I think, was the bubble when the, when the Nuggets came back and beat them. So, oh yeah, but didn't PG do that by himself? Or was that when he took I them think, to the Western Conference? Or like Kawhi think, when, when did he take him to the Western Conference? I think like, Kawhi, I think I think Kawhi was Kawhi was there for sure. In the bubble, Kawhi was there. Oh. Um PG okay. went to the Western Conference Finals uh, against the The year after. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, yeah, oh, so he did it here. Okay. Yeah, so but they both were there. They were up three one and the Nuggets yeah. came back and that was just super duper embarrassing. Um and I think that was yeah. the only time they were healthy together. Uh what yeah. else we did? So we did the Grizzlies, Clippers, um, we're not going to speak on the Wolves yet because, listen, I jumped to the gun. I, <coughs> I'm going to be honest. I've seen the touches like 102 to 89. I don't know how the hell the Hawks came back. So, I don't want to jump the gun on the Wolves because the Wolves can win this game tonight. I actually got it on my TV. Oh, the um, Wolves are winning? They, they're they down one at halftime right now. But they could uh, okay. win. So, I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. Look at um, them. Let's just do the last one, the Atlanta Hawks. If you were the GM for the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, no, we can't do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Three, my two, one. Yeah, three, two, yeah. my bad. My bad. We're down three, one. <laughs> Yeah, listen, I made that mistake again. My fault. Um, the Nets. Um, that was another team that was on here. They got swept. Um, to Philadelphia 76ers. That'd be the last team. If you were the GM for the Brooklyn Nets, what would be next for you guys? For you both? I'm trying to think. Do they have like what's their like cap space looking like? Or like is so it... I know they have been on a can they make moves? Or... Yeah, so they, if they want to have money, or uh, uh, I will say probably. Because they got Dorian Finney-Smith. He's on a contract. Um, Mikhail's on a contract. Dinwiddie, I think he's a free agent. Um, ben Simmons is on that max contract. Oh, yeah. They need to let drop him. Yeah. So, so uh, <laughs> that's, just off the top, that's off the top of my head. Um, Joe Harris might be a free agent this year, this offseason now. Uh, but I don't top, though. Drop um, him, too. But just say you didn't yeah, know. You say, they, say they all had one, left, one year left on their contract. What would you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. It it depends on what you want to do. If you want to win now, then you could get pieces around Mikel Bridges and build off him. But if you don't want to, like, if you want to kind of be in the rebuilding stages, since you did trade KD and Kyrie away for like, I didn't like that at all. But since you did do that, if you want to rebuild, then you should get rid of and just start over with young pieces. Then, because I don't really know if they're looking to be competitive. I don't know that so if you're not looking to be competitive if I was them I would just blow it all up get rid of Spencer Dinwiddie can go um Joe Harris all those guys <laughs> Seth, Seth Curry is he on contract he can like they have just a bunch of shooters I think yeah and then Mikael Bridges which I guess if you're trying to do that but Dinwiddie needs to go because he's kind of dumb 
Like, what was he? What was he talking about in those press conferences about? I could be a Drew Holiday role or something. <laughs> no, like I, he's giving kind of delusional, and he's talking about how if they rebuild, if they if they want to contend, they gotta treat, they gotta get like a player like Giannis, and then like build put shooters around him. Like he's just talking crazy at this point. So then they then Woody can go. He needs to be somewhere else, and they should build around Mikael Bridges if they want to be serious. Because I really think that he could be big time for them if he's like surrounded by other two like another two-way player another good two-way player like I could see like him working off of like in a dream scenario like uh yeah or you could get him like I could see him working with a guard that makes plays like Trey Young or something I could see that working mm-hmm. I don't know I just think that you should put him with another all-star type level player and see how that goes Okay, Bethany, what about you for the Brooklyn Nets? Um, Brooklyn Nets are kind of it's kind of a tough one because, like Lily said, they have literally a lot of you know guards. Um, but first, I would try to go out there and get a playmaker. Um, they need a playmaker badly. Um, just seeing them out there against the Seventy Sixers and was just literally just throwing up whatever they could just to try to keep up with the 76ers wasn't really ideal for me like you know I'm used to watching Warriors basketball so it's just like they were just doing whatever they wanted to so I just think that um they need to go out there and get a playmaker give me you can throw out some names that's cool um I like I like the youngness of it they can if I don't see them you know trying to win a championship I just see them rebuilding and starting over so that's one of the reasons why KD and Kyrie you know Harden are all gone I think they're trying to start over and I think they can start over with Mikel go out there in free agency and gotta try to get some pieces um get some bigs um love Claxton but they need some bigs um they need some bigs so I think Claxton gotta take the jump if they're gonna be like yeah he has to he has to take that JJJ type of jump to where he's young athletic able to rebound the basketball defend like he and to be able to you know put the ball in the basket if not then maybe I don't know maybe like a Brooke Lopez Sorry. That man is old. Like, he's 35 doing his, 35 doing his thing, honey. We're gonna get, are we going to get to Bucks? Because I got a list of things that they need to do I don't if, think, this, if yeah, this goes south. I, I got for, a list. I, yeah, I actually forgot y'all are one of the teams that's down 3-1. Um, I, that Hulk stuff is still frying me right now. Um, but as far as, the, as far as the Brooklyn Nets, I looked up their contracts real quick. So Ben, Mikhail, Spencer, Joe, Dorian, Royce. Nick Claxton, they're all making eight million or more. Um, led by Ben getting thirty-seven, Mikhail at twenty-one, Dinwiddie at twenty. I forgot about him. Oh my god, I forgot about that man. And Joe Harris at nineteen. So all those guys are going to be on, on the books next year. That does not look like a max slot, if you ask me. Um, yeah. Me first. They got lots of money. Yeah. yeah. Me personally, I they, they put themselves in a hole years ago, uh, ten years ago. Uh, they chose to trade for Paul Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, um, to pair that with Joe Johnson and Deron Williams and Brooke Lopez. I don't know. They had an imagination. It looked cute. I ain't gonna lie. It looked like it, it was be, cute at the yeah, time. It looked it like it could cute. be something good. It but, was cute. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but it didn't pan out the way they expected to pan out. Uh, and then they traded first round picks for that, and that led Boston to get I think Tatum or Brown or either one. I can't remember. Um, now they 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 had Harden and Kyrie and KD. And then they traded them off. So they got some picks back for that. You know, shout out to them for that. Now you might as well just move Ben Simmons. Now Ben Simmons' value is pretty much all the way in the dumpster. Uh, but when you have a guy like Mikael who can emerge as, let's say, a number three on a championship team, potentially a two, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, you, you can keep him there. Um, Cam Johnson, I like him too. You can keep Cam Johnson. Um, yeah, but Ben Simmons, he gotta go. Dinwiddie, he gotta go. I would not want to be paying Dinwiddie twenty million next year. Um, be my but don't you trade. have to trade Ben? Yeah, you have to trade or, Ben. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's gonna take him? Yeah, you trade that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but listen, just pray to God. Pray to God, somebody take him off your yeah. team because listen, he got two more years left on his contract. Thirty-seven million next oh, year, forty yeah. million a year after that. Uh, but if you gotta keep Ben, it is what it is. Um, you know he's gonna bring you. Defense. I mean, but do you think that I don't know? Like we don't. I, do you think that with, you know, KD Kyrie not being there, do you think that Ben could potentially just be that playmaker for them? He doesn't have to necessarily – they would still need to go out there and try to get that, you know, 
piece to be able to emerge them, but to be able to stay in that conference of, you know, the eight, in that play-in type of it's range. Tricky. It's type. tricky because when you look at the guy that had to start for point guard for them when, since Ben went down and Dinwiddie, he's not really a point guard. He's like a scoring, a combo guard, I'll just say like that. Ben Simmons, he's at least a, 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 a floor general. He's at least a guy that likes to distribute the ball, and he can put – passes right in McHale or Cam Johnson pocket. That can be good for them. Yeah. To not have to worry about having the ball. So I see where you come from in that aspect. And it, But as far as, I need more from him offensively. Like, dude, you cannot yeah. come out next year and average what? 7-7 seven, seven and 8-7 eight, eight, and 8. He did something like that this year. He might average That's Jamie's numbers. I think, I think really, it's mental. Yeah. I don't think he can because he doesn't want to. I think he's satisfied. He got his $37 million and he's good. Like, I yeah. just don't see his want to go out there and contribute to a team. But I hope... I, I'll be trying I, to give players chances you know yeah. like there's no other superstars surrounding him like i feel like kd like nobody's out there so i feel like if you could just yeah. go out there who with the young guys i feel like maybe that'll you know free up his mind and just go out there you're not playing for nothing really you got your money maybe a play-in spot it is what it is mm-hmm. at this true there's no pressure so there's no pressure yeah. no like, right. i like i like everything y'all just said about the brooklyn nets we got one more team to go to and that's the milwaukee bucks all right, and then the last team that's also down 3-1, uh, Lily, I'm going to go ahead and have you speak on this one. Bethany, you came too as well. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, if you guys do get eliminated in this uh, first-round matchup against the Miami Heat, what would be next for you guys if you're the GM? Like, literally blow it all up. Me besides Giannis, of course. So, what needs to happen is they have to get younger. It's too many old men on my roster. Joe Ingles, Brooke Lopez. I love Brooke, but, like, you can't have all these old people. Jay Crowder up there, we picking him up, and he ain't played basketball in half a year. Like, it's just <laughs> unserious. And thinking that we're going to, like, do something because we made that tiny adjustment, think he's going to be like P.J. Tucker, and it's just like, no, he's not. And that hasn't – he's on DMPs in this series for whatever reason. And then we got Grayson Allen and Pat Connaughton problem. I don't like them for us when we have this type of roster. And then you have a Drew Holiday and Middleton problem because they're getting paid a lot of money to not show up in the clutch and not be who they are paid to be. So, like, if this all does go wrong, you have to try and get at least one of them gone. Middleton, I would pick. But, um... And I just want to see Giannis with somebody that can just get their get like a shot creator like a shot creator somebody that's gonna take the pressure off him so that people don't have to just crowd the paint and have five people waiting for him four people waiting for him somebody like imagine him with Devin Booker imagine him with somebody that's gonna kill in the mid-range somebody that's gonna put pressure on the defense to not just key in on him so I feel like that's the next step for like the future of us because even if we, I said this, even if we did win the championship this year, I would still want to keep evolving because I want more rings. I want more success. So, like, you have to, like, get Giannis somebody that's viable. These guys are aging. Drew Holiday and Middleton, they're 31, 32, and that, like, they're just, and they're already mid-level play, players compared to, like, a Devin Booker type who can elevate and can be even more better than we have. So you have to surround Giannis with young up-and-coming talent and then we can start to look into like being real contenders for like a long time okay that's fair okay what's up beth how you feeling about the bucks if you were the gym of that team um we're down three one you say you get eliminated in the first round I'm not saying they are but what would you do um i do think you have to get younger and also stay like around you know early 30s middle like your 30s because you got to have that experience with that youth so i I would probably move drew holiday um i probably move drew i will keep middleton i will keep middleton i like (laughs) i like middleton I i like middleton um but i would probably i would probably move drew because i feel like at that point guard position it's not getting like older, it's getting younger and he can only do so much. So, you know, you're you're very you're lacking, you know, in that area, I think. Um for your bench, I like you said it perfectly. You get some you get some youth in there. Like you guys don't really have any youth. You got to get some youth in there. I think the only who's the only young person you got? 
We got well. We have Marjon Bochamp. Yeah. You've never seen him in it. He's a rookie. We have we had a guy named AJ Green. I think they deactivated him. He was a really good shooter, but he couldn't play defense. But he was really good for us. Yeah, like in regular crunch time. But those are like our young guys. The rest. So like, outside of like Giannis, Giannis aren't old, but they're like. So outside guys. of like Giannis, is like what twenty eight? Yeah, he's now? twenty. Yeah, he's twenty eight. Twenty eight. You have mostly everybody else who is you know older. Yeah, um, they're older. Which was needed back in 21 because you were going up against youth in that series outside of um, Chris Paul. Uh, Chris Paul. Yeah. But now it's like you guys have been sticking it out for the past like two years, two seasons with like that same core. And it's not really doing not much. Working. You know, you're not really, it's not working at all. So you said it perfectly. I would get youth. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's just stick it out with um, Chris Middleton for one more year. Yeah, um, I would say Brooke though too. Like we have to get a backup center because he's yeah. like so old and like. But he's doing really good though. Like he's been, he's, he's doing really good, but you can tell like he can't keep up. Like the minute yeah. he had the the drop coverage, the yeah. he can't keep up with nothing. It's just too much. Offensively, he's doing good, but and we need a new coach. Sorry, yeah. one bye bye. Yeah, if you guys didn't win that championship in twenty one, oh yeah, he would have got, got gone. But since y'all won, it's like, well, can't fire him now. So, yeah, I agree with you. You guys need to get younger. Because sticking oh. out with the same guys for, the next, for, like, for two straight seasons after winning, it's not really helping. Especially these, the teams are getting young and old. So Yeah, I agree with both of y'all, what y'all said, um, as far as the team um, getting younger. And I do like what you said about Giannis and um, basically pairing him with another young up-and-coming, let's just say, star player. Um Gotta be good. Like Boston, they're 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 set up perfectly. Um with J B and J T both young, twenty six and under leading away. Um, that's beautiful. Not saying they're gonna stay together for for a long period of time, but if they could, I'm pretty sure they'll have Boston at the top of the Eastern Conference for the next five, seven years. Uh so um, everything y'all said about the youth and when to get younger for them, that's good. Um, I have one final question for you all. Um let me just ask y'all, you, you only gotta break it down, you only gotta give me no deep reasoning. Multiple questions actually. Um, Lake, I mean, Suns and Nuggets, if they face in the second round, who y'all picking? Mm-hmm. I'm liking, yeah, I'm not liking what I'm seeing from the Suns in this round. Like that, Devin Booker's been great, but I would say Nuggets in six. Okay, Bethany? Um... <laughs> I I want to say Suns. I really, really do. It's just that I don't think they have enough to handle Jokic, MPJ, and Murray, um, like together in a series. Um, I don't think that they have a bench at all. Um, so it it pains me to say the Nuggets. It really does. But I probably would have to go. On paper, I would have to go Nuggets. Can it change, though? Can my, like, if I see game one, can it? Can I change it? Yeah, you can change it. Yeah, by all means. Okay. 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 <laughs> I can change it then. <laughs> if I see game one, I'd probably change it. But on paper, I would just go Nuggets. Okay. Um, um, since that's the trade, a lot. Since the trade happened, um, Devin Booker is obviously – for those that know me, my favorite player, um, him and Luca. Um, when you pair yeah. Kevin Durant with uh, Booker, I, I instantly said, "Man, these guys got to make to the finals." Uh, so I've been on that hill since the trade happened, um, and then I also set another team, uh, but I'm not gonna say that right now. I'll say that in a second. Uh, so I would like Bethany just said, I would love for the Suns to win a series, but when you have Devin Booker and Kevin Durant playing 40 plus, like 42, 43 minutes a game in the first round, that's nuts to me. Um, it shows me you don't trust nobody off your bench, for one. Um, Cameron Payne actually returned to the lineup tonight, so that's good for them. That's another guy I know that they do. You know, he's been in that system for some time, for some years, and they actually trust him. They like him. Um, they even extended him, I think, going into this season. They gave him a contract extension, so um, if I'm not mistaken. I, I'm going to go ahead and say it because I, I got to say it. I, I, don't, I can't pick against Booker and Kevin Durant. Uh, I'm going to take the Suns, and if it goes seven, I'm going to go with the Suns. If if it goes seven, I'm gonna pick the Suns. Anything before seven, I can't see the Suns winning the series. But game seven, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, nah, I can't go against them. So 
That's my pick. Uh, Lily, I'm going to start with you first on this one. If they meet, because that series is far from over, um, out west, Warriors and Kings. If the Lakers and Warriors meet in the first round, I mean second round, who are you picking? Oh, my God, this is so tough. Me and my dad was just talking about this. And we are like, if LeBron... Like, I don't see... Because LeBron really wants... Like, he will be on on a war path to get that ring like if he even sniffs it but then you have the ad factor and i and he make me nervous a little bit but dang okay i'm gonna say lakers in seven lakers in seven okay okay bethany um how would you feel about that series in a potential matchup how would i feel about it yeah i'm gonna ask you that question versus who you got winning because i'm pretty sure you got your team um I, it would be a crazy, crazy, a crazy series. Um, LeBron, Steph, Warriors versus LeBron. So much narratives going back and forth. I think it would be probably the most watched series in a very long time. Probably the most watched series of this entire playoffs. Um, that's, it, it'll give me, I will be very nervous for that series. I will be very, very nervous for that series. Um but of course, at the end of the day, gotta go with my. I gotta go with my guy. Like I, I just can't. I just can't go against them. I don't care who he's going up against. I can never go against them. So. Um. Okay. <laughs> I, I really like Curry and LeBron. It's crazy. Uh, Me too. That's why it's hard. Yeah, I really like Curry and LeBron, and in that series. Uh, I think LeBron will be on a mission. Um, I think uh, uh, Austin Reeves, he's been playing well for them. Hopefully D-Lo can pick it up a little bit, pick it up a little bit. Um, but when you look at the matchup of the, the top guys on each team, I think they match up pretty fair. Um, Steph, Clay, Dre, Wiggins, um, and you got to include Jordan Poole, uh, LeBron, AD, D-Lo, Reeves, and what you can say, Rui. I think I'm missing the name, but not Rui probably. Um, I would probably lean Warriors in that aspect, but I think the, the Lakers can do some things that can allow them to, you know, have some matchup advantages and potentially win that series. Um, but for me, just off of what I said probably about a month ago and the fact that that space is, um, I picked the Lakers to potentially make the finals because I can't see why they cannot make the finals. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the Lakers if they were to meet in that series. And in six or seven, I don't really care which way it goes. Um, so that's me. Um, last but not least, y'all, I have one final question. I can't thank y'all enough for coming on. If you made it this far in the episode, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. And also check out the Falcon Stats website. Merch is always available. I have a pink hoodie on now. Um, ladies, last question. Who do you have making the finals? And who do you have ultimately winning the finals? Hey. Are you going to go first? <laughs> go first. So, of course, I have my side, the Warriors, making the finals. Um, if we get past the Lakers, we're going to the finals. Um, so coming on the opposite side, that's a tricky one. Woo! Warriors versus I don't know, y'all. That's tough. Rematch. <laughs> Rematch. I want to say a rematch, but then again, it's like, I don't even know. I'll, Warriors versus. Heat. Oh. Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lily, how you feel about the finals? Who you got going? In? We were supposed to get it last year, so we we can't probably yeah, get it this year. That's a fact. That's a fact. I can't believe it. I have I have what I want. I've always wanted Warriors, Bucks, Steph, Giannis, but I'm not gonna get that probably. Um, so okay, I'm trying to think like a lot. No, I'm still gonna pick Bucks, Bucks, and what? Bucks Nuggets. And I would actually mm. like that finals matchup too. Um, for That'll me, nice. uh, I'm gonna say for on the record one more time. Um, I had the Celtics making the finals all year, so I'm gonna have the Celtics um, making the finals in the East. And then since the Terry happened, I want the Celtics Suns. Um, but then my heart also telling me Lakers Celtics. So I'm fine with either matchup. Um, 
and that's that. We don't got to pick a winner. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. We have what Celtics. Wait, uh, but what's y'all side of the bracket again? If y'all beat the, we, we, we gotta place the play the Knicks or the Cavs next. Oh so, yeah, the Knicks. Yeah. They can get to the finals. If they, they can, can wait, to, and then the, you play could, the Knicks they, or you play the Knicks, and yeah. then you would either play Boston or Philly. Yeah. Y'all can do it. Yeah, it's yeah, possible. Could, I mean, like y'all a, can do it. it. A big series. Yeah, it's but possible. If, if Jimmy Butler got them to the finals, he would be a. That's crazy. Like yeah. he got to go on a tear. That would so be crazy. Especially with the injury, Depot's out for the season now. Tyler Hero could potentially return in the finals. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, wouldn't um, he be like a top five player in the NBA if he did that? I, I was just thinking that, and listen, uh, that's not a crazy thing to say. If you take this team to the NBA finals, he got to get some type of. Some that's some LeBron super, type stuff. Yeah, that's why yeah. you got to get some super type of praise for this. Top five, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, true. Top eight, uh, I, I will go that far. Because top five, Wait, you got to. Wait, not top five? If he wins, though. Top five. What if he wins? Yeah, if he wins. If he wins. Yeah, yeah, if he wins. Yeah, I'm on that stance. Yeah, I'm on that stance. No, 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 no. If he takes this team to the finals, he's already top five, F. Oh. He's top five. That is top five. Ed. So what if he wins, Beth? What if he wins? Top he wins. <laughs> no, he if he wins the finals, if you, I've always said, if you win, win. the finals, then you're the best player for that you're year. You're the best player. Like you're the best player for that year. Like okay. If you win the finals, you're the best player. So, if Jimmy, so if, Jimmy, if, Jimmy, if Jimmy takes this team to the finals, before we close out, this is the last question. If Jimmy takes this team to the finals, who would y'all top five be? Oh. Because y'all said if he go, if he takes this team to the finals, he's in the top five. Okay, so I'm saying that we're winning, right? So, I'm playing saying Steph is one. <laughs> then I'll say Jimmy is two. Uh, after that, because mm, you still have Jokic and Bede. LeBron, J- Jason, um, Jalen, whichever one. Oh, Gian- we're forgetting of now. Giannis, no. Luca. Oh no, Luca not. Luca got drop. Okay. He got to okay. drop. No, no, okay. no, no, no. He got to drop. If you don't make the play, play in, play off, you got to drop for me. I'm sorry. That's fair. That's but fair. I mean, after after Steph, after Jimmy, because the role that Jimmy is playing on, I think that it would be deserving of him to be a top five player despite his regular season. Oh, yeah. Like, despite that. Like, if he turns it up and takes his team to the finals, he's top five. Anybody else after that, you can argue until you blew in the face with it. I really don't That's care. what I'm saying. He would be like, it would be because it would be Steph, Jokic, and B, Giannis, Jimmy. Yeah, whoever you want. Okay. Whoever you want to put there. Yeah, that's fair. Ooh, that's but I would, I, he, I wouldn't mind him being in the top five conversation. Like, yeah, for like that year though, like he yeah, has, for like, this year, it's not yeah. gonna be forever probably. But like <laughs> if he does, like if he does this for like against like going into Madison Square Garden and putting on performance and takes his team to the Eastern Conference Finals and goes up against Embiid or in Boston, it, I'm sorry, that's top five. That's top five. Like, that's, y'all, y'all close this one out with a super banger. Um, <laughs> like you can make that a conversation if that's the set. That yeah, will that, be top that, five. That, that's one that I'm clipping for sure. Shout out to y'all two on, on a serious note, uh, Bethany and Lady for coming on episode 88 with me. Um, thank y'all so much. I got anything to say before we close it up? Uh, oh, thank, thank you for, you for having me. Yeah. All right, thank it was y'all. Y'all have, it was y'all have a good one. I'm going to go ahead and end this right here.